Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It's Tuesday, April 10th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Yesterday was Sinadia, the last day of the legislative session, and we all know what that means. All of the politicians are going to be leaving town today and tomorrow. We get our town back for a couple months before the tourists come in, and that can't be a bad thing. However, if you are following the political action coming out of the State House, the absolute best resource for you will be to go see Len Lazarek over at MarylandReporter.com. He will have all of the scoop. He has been following this left and right all session long, and he will be able to tell you what's in and what's out. Anne Arundel County Executive Steve Shu, along with First District County Councilman John Grasso, signed a bill which improves food and water requirements for pets in Anne Arundel County. Shu said, we need to ensure we have an effective framework in place to protect Anne Arundel County pets. This legislation sends a powerful message that not only do we want our county to be the best place to live for our citizens, but also for our four-legged friends. The bill was sponsored by Grasso, and it modifies food and water requirements. It's aimed to prevent pet starvation and dehydration by mandating that animals should have access to food and water in secure containers that prevent tipping. Grasso did say that he was inspired to craft the legislation by a story last winter where there was a boxer that was left outdoors in the winter and ended up frozen on someone's doorstep. That story was not local, but that's what inspired it. The owners of Fishhead Cantina in Arbutus are branching out with an acquisition of an Anne Arundel County restaurant. Scott and Stacia Fisher recently took over the Broken Ore Bar and Grill in Glen Burnie, and that shut down earlier this year. They reopened the restaurant last Tuesday. Scott Fisher said the couple had been looking to expand for years, and actually they had a deal for O'Brien's, and something happened and that fell through. As we know, that has already been sold and under new ownership. So Fishhead Cantina owners are bringing it in to Glen Burnie. If you're heading up to Baltimore the rest of this week, well, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, keep in mind that it is the first ever food truck week and there will be food trucks scattered all about Baltimore. However, the big news out of Annapolis from last night is that Mayor Gavin Buckley has proposed a $9 million tax increase. And you can look at this any number of ways. And the mayor had pointed out that it's only $1.50 per day per household. But based on the number of households in the city, that's $550 per year. The capital is reporting it as a 13 cent increase. Overall, it is going to add $9 million into the city's coffer. And Buckley says that it will eliminate the structural deficit. It will fully fund required public safety pension for the first time in 10 years. It will fund the 12 firefighters brought on board through a grant. And it also increases funding to reduce a $50 million liability on retiree benefits. Buckley's State of the City address was just more than 45 minutes long, and he really highlighted some of the successes in his first 121 days in office. He pointed out that it was not necessarily him or the new council that was doing the work, but it was the hard work of the dedicated employees and the members of his team. He cited HACA, the Eastport Working Together Group, the apparently successful negotiation between Eastport Landing as well as the group of neighborhood residents who opposed it. 
He claimed that the economic development director has brought in 54 new brick-and-mortar businesses that have opened their doors in Annapolis in the last four months. I have requested a list of those. I just think that number seems a little bit exaggerated. Buckley did present this state of the city and his budget a little bit late. According to the city code, the budget was to have been presented to the council last month. And from here, it goes on to the finance committee and other subcommittees for review before it comes back to the full council. The budget must be approved by June 30th because the fiscal year does start on July 1st. Former Mayor Mike Panalides contacted us last night, raising the point that this was in contrast to everything that he said on the campaign trail. He feels that this morning's article in the Capitol, as well as my article, does not accurately highlight how big the tax increase is. He says it would be the largest tax increase in over 16 years and is larger than the last two tax increases under Mayor Cohen combined. Also at the meeting last night, Teresa Sutherland was unanimously confirmed as the next city manager for the city of Annapolis at a salary of $175,000. She was sworn in right there on the spot and it is assumed she will take her position tomorrow morning and get right to work on the budget. That's about it for the news today. Hang tight. We've got George Young with your local DMB weather forecast coming right up after Sean O'Neill from RBC Wealth Management. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. More than likely, the primary reason you save and invest is to achieve your life goals while ensuring your long-term financial well-being. But before you can determine your preparedness towards your goals, you need long-term answers to important questions about how much money you need, where it will come from, and how long it will last. RBC Wealth Plan, a new industry-leading tool, is now available to help answer these questions and develop your personal plan using a conversational approach. With RBC Wealth Plan, we can create a personal analysis based on these unique goals while offering you the ability to weigh certain decisions and determine what's best for you and your family. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, April 10th. So we made it through the three-day stretch of high temps only in the 40s, and now comes a two-day stretch of highs still only in the 50s, which is an improvement, although still some 5 to 10 plus degrees below average for this time of year. But once all of that is behind us, Thursday afternoon rolls around, and we'll be looking at sunshine and upper 60s or even lower 70s for high temps. And beyond that, there's even a chance that by the time we get to Saturday afternoon, we could see some 80 plus degree readings in parts of Anne Arundel County. So keep those jackets and pullovers in the mix for two more days, but get the shorts and t-shirts lined up for action this weekend. And speaking of the weekend, Saturday looks awesome with max sunshine and very warm temps, while Sunday will still be warm, but also likely a bit wet, though any rain that does fall might hold off until later in the day. Okay, that's it for us today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. And remember, be sure to download our free weather app by searching your app store for DCMDVA Weather. And also follow us on Facebook or Twitter or on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. And as always, remember one thing. Whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Hi, this is Randy. And Claudia Boldiga. Please join us and our presenting sponsor, RXNT, on Saturday, April 28th, on AAMC's South Campus for Denim and Diamonds Bash. 
Proceeds will benefit mental health and addiction services in our community. Now more than ever, we need to focus on this critical need. The Bash sold out last year, so don't delay and join us for this fabulous night under the stars. Can't make the party? You can still help by purchasing a raffle ticket. This year's raffle is a stunning four-piece amethyst jewelry collection donated by Saison Jewelers, valued at $5,000. Only 100 tickets will be sold for the raffle, so don't miss out. For event or raffle tickets, go to aamcdenimanddiamonds.org. Thanks for your support of Anne Arundel Medical Center's efforts to improve the availability of mental health and addiction services throughout our community. Remember, it's not just a party. It's a party with a purpose. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.